0: So this is the podcast. Uh, Long box Heroes after dark, episode one seventy two. Um, I forget how even came up, but I know the boys and girl over at Profane Argument are very big on uh, name checking the folks who are Scientologists, right? And I'd mentioned to Todd before we started recording that Beck. Was a Scientologist. Now, upon further investigation, uh, he was one of those folks that, like, his family were Scientologists. hmm So, he was born into the religion. Right. right. And he gives the wishy-washy answer of, it's something I've been around, people in my family do it, I've read the books, I've learned about it. Right. No confirmation of yes or no.
1: Right. So, don't you be throwing back under the Scientology bus...
0: Courtney Love thanked the Church of Scientology in one of her uh, albums.
1: Oh, well, was that for whacking Kurt Cobain?
0: Possibly, possibly. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley, the Scientologist.
1: I don't like Lisa Marie Presley because she made one of the greatest actors of our era give up his comic collection. At least that's the scuttlebutt.
0: Right. Nicolas Cage.
1: Yes, I didn't want to name names.
0: It's it's uh, very well known of who she. It, I don't think it was Michael Jackson giving up his uh, comic book collection.
1: Uh, no, because he likes he liked the kid stuff. Mm-hmm. Allegedly,
0: Edgar Winter.
1: Oh, the guy from the the Winter Brothers.
0: Right. He even did a uh, Scientology themed album in 1986.
1: He did that Frankenstein song. Dun 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 dun.
0: Did they know like, who did Godzilla? You know the one, go go Godzilla. Uh,
1: Blue Oyster Cult.
0: Blue Oyster Cult.
1: Was it Blue Oyster Cult or? Yeah, it was Blue Oyster Cult. Oh no, there goes Tokyo. Wonder how Toho should have sued.
0: Should have. Nancy Cartwright is a uh, Scientologist.
1: Barts a Scientologist.
0: Yeah, there was a period of time in the late. 90s, early 2000s, where they were doing like a uh, phone thing, right? And she was calling people doing the Bart voice,
1: do the Bart man,
0: right? But not saying like, "Hey, this is Bart Simpson of the Simpsons." Mm-hmm. She would do the Bart voice and entice people to come and do uh, uh, Scientology get re- stuff.
1: Get a reading, right?
0: right. Juliet Lewis,
1: Juliet Lewis. She seems so normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Danny Masterson, and I know you're going to say, I don't know who that is.
1: That's the kid from the 70s show.
0: That's right. Because
1: he got, he just got in some trouble recently.
0: Well, listen, Todd, the way things work, aren't we all in, aren't we either all in trouble or on the verge of being in trouble?
1: Uh, that's the way I fly.
0: Right. Uh, Frank Stallone.
1: (sighs) Listen, Frank Stallone... Mm-hmm. He was in that wonderful movie about the rock that made people horny. I don't know. There was a meteorite movie that I remember seeing him in. I don't know. Didn't his mom start glow?
0: No, she was one of. She was like the. Um, she was like the fake uh, like head of things. Like she was the. She was Chiharson. the me of glow. <laughs> wow. Remember when I was? was she... Remember when I was in charge of a wrestling promotion for real?
1: Right. She's a so she was a blowhard with a bad wheel. Yes. All right. Good yeah. to know. Blowhard uh.
0: with a bad wheel. That sums it up.
1: <laughs> isn't that? is isn't that what? Uh, isn't that your persona on the Twitter?
0: What is my persona on the Twitter? I have. Well,
1: you have a couple.
0: Say. I know there's the Wilkes barre Wick Wiggler, is one.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true.
0: Right? Uh, an R rated man in a PG world. Yes. And uh, Shoot Trash. I'm still Shoot Trash, Todd.
1: You are still Shoot Trash. Yeah.
0: I haven't updated the pin tweet on my thing in a while. I'm slacking on Twitter, man. You are. Yeah, not on Terry Tuesdays, though. I go digging.
1: You do go digging. Yeah. It's not as good as Man in Black Monday.
0: No. All both of us that take care of that one, you know?
1: And the movie that uh Frank Stallone was in, that uh it was about a meteor that lands near a small town turning female residents into nymphomaniacs, would you like to know the name of that film? I would. Pink Chiquitas.
0: I've never even heard of such a film.
1: I figured you would at least have seen it or heard of it, because I saw it like 19 times on USA, up all night.
0: That was the Ron De Sheer ones, not the Gilbert ones, right?
1: Well, it was either one, but I was mostly a Ron De Sheer guy.
0: Right, see so I was a Gilbert guy.
1: Of course you were. You blow hard with a bad wheel.
0: <laughs> I wasn't a uh, run I wasn't really uh, hip to Ronda Shear until she until they started uh doing uh, appearances with her in the World Wrestling Entertainment.
1: I didn't know that happened. I was only a USA up all night. I was a big fan of the sizzle kiss. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe Pink Chiquitas will be on our uh our list of movies.
0: I think Ronda Shear currently does like a QVC gimmick.
1: Girdles, yeah
0: yeah for like bras and girdles for the ample chested woman
1: right right
0: i think i'm I, I think i'm now on some sort of list by just saying those words together in a sentence
1: that's right you're with danny masterson now
0: right danny masterson uh james franco uh
1: who's the guy kevin spacey
0: kevin spacey harvey weinstein
1: Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how i
0: say it uh who else has been uh not uh uh Jeremy Piven.
1: Jeremy Piven. Who was the guy
0: Ryan who was Sechrest the crest recently was uh Yes had a dusting of allegations. <laughs> yes, he had a dusting.
1: Yeah. Who was the guy who was the, the crazy trucker who was always after Dennis and it's always sunny in Philadelphia? He had like two appearances. The
0: crazy trucker.
1: Yeah, do you remember? He was also in uh I don't know. I can't think of his name. Jeez. He was in platoon, I think. I don't know. Give me a minute. I'm having I'm having technical difficulties today.
0: Well, I have Twitter stuff to ask you about.
1: Okay, Saving Private Ryan. That was the movie he was in. But go ahead.
0: So, what uh, our listener of the show, I think, uh, Paul was uh, looking out for you, looking for you to buy stuff. Was yes. You for you to sell stuff? What was he doing to you? Yeah, he was
1: looking to get acquire me something. And by the way, the guy I was looking uh, the name for was Tom Sizemore.
0: Oh, there you Nice You see you say Tom Sizemore. Yeah. He's one of those guys, I think, that is just perennially in some sort of uh, hot water.
1: <laughs> right, but now it's starting to regurgitate is what it is.
0: Right, somebody, somebody moved that from the back burner to the front burner.
1: Yes, so that's what it was. Right. So, we'll get off that now, but, uh, Paul is, uh, he was out and about looking for pops. And he was asked like Soda? The,
0: like, uh, cola drink?
1: Yes, like, uh, uh, fizzy drink, as they call it in, uh, in, in the, uh, across the pond. Mm-hmm. Um no, he was looking for Funko's. Yes. And he, he works up at, I don't know the name of the place, but it's up by your super secret science job there, uh, GameStop? where they, what?
0: GameStop?
1: They, he was up there at the GameStop, but he works at uh, where they compress the DVDs and stuff to, to, to oh, clean them up. Oh,
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: I can't think of the name of the place, but he works there, so he was over at the GameStop, and he found one of those Marvel Legends Infinity Gauntlets. Oh, with the articulated fingers and jazz? Yes, that lights up. Yeah. And they were like, oh, they have it, and... I was like, he's like, I'm right here. Do you want me to pick it up? And I'm like, I really want one, but I know they're $99. I don't know if there's any deal there or anything, but if there's not, it's $99. And I'm like, I do not have that right now.
0: For a baby's toy?
1: It's not a baby's toy. It fits on your hand, Joe. Not mine. You could put your, you could put your whole hand up to your wrist and more into it.
0: I think I've seen people, uh, videos of people uh messing around with them. You know.
1: That's right. It's a glove. It's a big glove. Right. With stones on it, Joe. That's kind of why I don't want it. I, I, I'll, I'll say to myself, why I don't want it because they're not gems. They're stones. Uh. I don't believe in that retconning crap. But yeah, so that's what he was after, and I was. But then while he was there, he's like, do you want me to pick it up? You could pay me off installment. I'm like, don't, don't help me. Don't help me. And he was like, oh, well, I found out that it's, it wasn't available that day. It was going on sale that Saturday. And, uh, I was like, okay, well, if I, he's like, if you get up there in the morning, you could probably get it. And I was like, oh. and then snow came and I had a clean snow and I missed my chance. Oh well.
0: So. And when you went and said, is the infinity gauntlet going to come back? The guy at the GameStop said he didn't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go a little
0: bit later. I'll go a little bit later.
1: Uh, I get that joke.
0: I've seen uh, lots more. I haven't gone out and actually gotten got them, right? Oh, now I got some. All right, so we'll get into this. I've seen a lot more, um, you know, your Walmart, your Targets, your places like that
1: are doing,
0: um, like, Thanos uh, variants and stuff.
1: Right. There's a Walmart Legends, I know.
0: Right, right. Now, I just want to say this. Uh, I don't know where this Paul is shopping for his things, right? Right. But according to Amazon, the Marvel Legends series Infinity Gauntlet articulated Electronic Fist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's not out yet and it's not available until after April 1st. It says this item will be released on April 1st, pre right.
1: right, but I do know for a fact that some places it was released on the 3rd because I've saw a whole articles that were like, it has a street date of, you know, with certain places. I don't know if maybe some, some of them have exclusive like Legends early, you know what I mean? Sure. So, but it was available. I know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you could still get one, Todd. the The window has not closed.
1: Mm. I did manage to get a Casey Jones prop mask.
0: Right, I, that that took precedence. But that's one of those things that you ordered through the comic shop, therefore through Diamond. So, uh, it could have come in at any time.
1: Right, and it came in, and then I liked it so much I wanted a second one, but they sold out, Joe. They sold out and so I went looking around and I didn't want to spend $10 shipping on it, but I found Toys R Us had them. Oh. So, so I sent and they were like, it was $29, uh, and 99 cents or whatever. And Toys R Us is like, anything over $29 is free shipping. So it's currently on its, on its way to me right now. And then eight minutes after I, I pulled the trigger on PayPaling them. Mm-hmm they were all out of them
0: oh todd you still there i'm i'm still here it's always an issue with you okay i thought i lost you no todd i'm still here you can't lose me
1: so now i'll have two we can wear them together and play casey jones brothers Mm -hmm. what
0: i'll pretend to be jason wearing mine what i do I can hear you just fine. I don't know what's going on. You did something.
1: I got none of that.
0: Can you hear me at all? Now I can hear you. Because I I, 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 I I was able to hear you just fine during all of that. I was having a conversation right. with you during all of that.
1: Right, and now I'm starting to lose you again. Are you looking for a certain uh, show right now? No. Okay, because I know that always happens sometimes.
0: No, no, I did that before we even got on the line. Oh, good. Well, I lost you for a little
1: bit, now you're back.
0: All right. I don't know if I'm going to edit this out, because I don't care. I'm tired. I am, too. I got one more thing to ask you about, though. You and your damn okay. tweets. Right. Uh, there really needs to be a course you have to take, pass a test... And be issued a license to see a movie, because people obviously don't know how to watch one. Yes. Todd, what happened to you?
1: Me, my boy, my, the summer you, me, and Matt went to see Annihilation over the weekend. That's that new Natalie Portman Ooh. movie.
0: Okay, this is good. We're going to talk about that then.
1: Okay, so I went to see the movie. We got our seats. We, You know, they were the... The, what do you call it? Where you pre-order them. So we went, we ate, we, we got there. The credit, not the credits. The the trailers were rolling. We're good to go. So now this couple comes in, sits down next to us, and I, I'm not going to get in. If you want to talk about the movie after this, we we can. But the movie, yeah, we will.
0: I'll say like spoiler talk, and then we'll talk about it, right? Right. But I'm just going to explain one
1: thing about the movie that's not even a spoiler. Is it's very deep. You have to pay. This isn't a this isn't a, a rock shoot 'em up. You know. Uh, summer action movie. This is a sci-fi, very deep, lots of layers. Um, so they're explaining things, and it's like you'll you're getting clues throughout the movie of like what's going on and explaining how things work, and you have to pay attention. And these this couple decided. That they were just gonna talk through the whole movie to each other. Like, I think this person knows something and oh. they're not letting on. Right? So that's going on. But then the guy the guy doesn't know how to do anything fucking quiet. Anything. Like he's eating popcorn like a man who's never eaten food in his life. Alright, now wait a minute, Todd. That that right. sounds like me. Yes. You don't not eat poppycorn? Mm hmm. So he's literally got the bag. The move and and the the one thing about the, the director of Annihilation is he uses a lot of silence to to like drive points home. So like the, the theater will be like dead quiet while there's stuff going on on the screen, and you'll just hear the guy like reach into the bag, like, and then he'll pull it out, and then he'll just a whole handful, Joe. A whole handful. And not like, oh, I'm gonna throw three pieces of popcorn. Just the whole handful right into his mouth and just start like chomping. Yeah, yeah, that's how I eat popcorn. <laughs> right, like you're chewing your cud. Got it, right? Yeah. So, so then he'll, he'll swallow the popcorn and then he'll take the cup out of the cup holder, like, <sighs> And then just slammed the cup hole back into the cup They're making a big noise. And then he had, like, a bag of fun-sized Snickers, apparently. I didn't know what they were. Matt, because I was sitting in the middle. Matt was sitting next to me. And then the, there's this couple. And he was just reaching into the fun-sized bag of Snickers and taking them out in a bunch and ripping the, 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 the things and just eating them. I was like, by the end, I was like, I killed him. I'm going to murder him, and like talking, eating, drinking, I was like, it's the worst, the two of them, I wanted to shoot them, and I do believe there should be a course, and when it was over, there should be like a cop, and they should write you citations, and you get so many points, and you get your movie license taken away, hmm, rant over.
0: Well, Todd, I'm sorry that you had such a horrible experience in the movies, but that's uh, what time were you going to the movies that this happened? 8.30. On like a Friday night or a Saturday night? Saturday night. Yeah, that's that's prime time for jamokes to be going to the theater. You you go to the movies at 8.30 on a set? Hell no. Hell no? Well, you said jerks. Well, I said jamokes, yeah. but oh. I'm a dirtbag. So, I understand people... And this is going to be spoiler discussion of Annihilation. hmm And spoiler discussion in that I haven't seen the movie. Todd has. hmm I've heard people talk about it on podcasts, and I've seen people talk about it on the old Twitter, right? hmm So, as I understand, I'm picking, like, giant pieces of, like, goop out of my eye, so bear with me. Gotcha, gotcha, goop eye. Yeah. So... I guess this is one of those movies where it was like marketed wrong or the trailer was misleading mm-hmm. to make people think that it was a much more actiony film.
1: Fair enough. I don't know because to tell you the truth in the trailers, I saw like one trailer knowing who the director was, I was like hands down I'm in. Do you know what I mean? Right.
0: Right. And so, who
1: is the uh director of this? Alex Garland who uh did a lot of stuff with, he was a writer mostly. This is his second movie as, I think, is the director. Um, he did Ex Machina. Oh yes, Ex Machina. Machina, which is one of my favorite movies now. Um, right. So I saw, and he was doing this, and he did a lot of the work with Danny Boyle. Like he, he would write a lot of the screenplays or help him with that, and then he went kind of off on his own, so.
0: Oh, he was a writer on Dread as well.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I was watching Dread like a week or two ago and I was like, I forgot he wrote this. And Dread is really good. I don't know if you've ever seen it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's good. Right. Uh, he's also doing the, uh, the script for the upcoming movie based on the video game Halo.
1: Oh, really? That, that keeps getting pushed back, so I don't know. He'll probably be off that at some point. Halo's uh-huh. been being made for... I think at one point, District 9 was supposed to be a Halo
0: movie. Yeah, wasn't like Guillermo del Toro supposed to be involved with the Halo movie as well? Yeah,
1: yeah everybody's involved. I think we were uh, involved with the Halo movie at one point.
0: I know uh, Mac from uh It's Always Sunny. Okay, because I know a couple of Macs. Mac from It's Always Sunny. (laughs) Right. Is the writer-director of the upcoming Minecraft movie.
1: I I don't know what Minecraft
0: is. Well, I don't want to explain it to you because I don't know what the hell it is either. It's a goddamn game that my kid plays that's that's terrible.
1: All I know is I've seen stuff in stores that looks very, like, 16-bit-ish. Right. And they call it Minecraft, and I'm like, okay,
0: right. So when they when they have something as like a throwback, like uh, you know, either eight bit or Atari looking, or even sixteen bit. Well, you know, mostly like eight bit and older, and it looks like that, you know. Mhm. My kid will be like, oh, it looks like Minecraft, and I'm like, no, Minecraft looks like this. Stop it.
1: Have you thought about sitting down with your kid and hitting him?
0: No. Yeah, no, but anyway. Okay. Um, so. This is. There's something that happens in this movie, in Annihilation, mm-hmm. right? Right. That is supposed to be very distressing. Okay. That's involving a noise or a sound.
1: I, I don't know. There is, at one point. Where the the, uh, the alien thing is making, like, a musical, like, horror. I don't know how to explain it. Well, just explain it.
0: It's spoilers.
1: No, I, no I'm i not trying to not spoil it. It's just I don't remember how to describe the sound. Uh, the way it is is I really enjoyed this movie, but this movie was too smart for me. Mm. In a good way, in a good way, like literally this is a movie I want to watch again because when it's over and even the director said he's like something happens and they're like, well, did this did was it the doppelganger that took over or is it the, there's a like a mirror version of her at one point of Natalie Portman and you're not sure at the end of like what happened. And Alex Garland's like, I, he's like, "I that is vague. That is the, a vague ending. It's meant to be that way. And as a matter of fact, the, the 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 empty suits at the studio wanted me to change a whole bunch of stuff because I capitulated on some stuff, but the ending I wouldn't like give up on. And like I said, I really want to see it again to kind of get some of the tones because the movie's really about self-destruction in mm-hmm. a weird way. And, um... I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how to explain it. Basically, a spore comes to Earth and a meteorite, and it creates this shimmer, which it keeps sending people into, and they don't come out. But at one point, one person does, and it turns out to be Natalie Portman's husband. And but there's something wrong with him. He's he's not quite right, and she gets sucked into like the super secret science part of it, and. Get because she's got a, a a thing in genetics and she was in the military. They're like, D- do you want to go into? And she goes in, and it's, it's affecting the evolution of of uh, of creatures and creating monsters and changing the landscape. And f- she ends up finding where it's at and what it is and this alien being. And is it evil? Is it not? Is it just a of nature? There's, and there's no definitive answers for a lot of stuff. So I've seen a lot of weird, like, uh, theories on this movie, but in the end, I do have to say two or three times in this movie, you will shit yourself because Garland knows how to just scare the hell out of you with like these moments where like literally I, I was like, when the scene was over, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm holding my breath. Like that's how good it was. I don't know if I'm making any sense. So this would
0: you recommend this film?
1: I would, but it it's one of those things that you have to go in knowing that not everything is going to be answered. Um, there's going to be some, uh, like so, some questions, but it's not like so crazy that you're like, oh, my God, I don't understand anything that's happened. If you pay attention, you'll get most of it. But like I said, I think there's more to it that I'm missing, and I want to see it again. Plus, I also had to do it with two Nimrods who were distracting me for two hours. Mm Mm-hmm. So.
0: Right, because I I heard the, as you would mentioned, the director uh, had mentioned that, as you just said, that the studio wanted him to change stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said no. And the producer actually, the producer of the film so the studio wanted him to change stuff, mm-hmm. and the producers stuck by him and said no. Which is good. Right. Sometimes you need to do Which that. Which doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, everyone kowtows and bends and just makes whatever the studio wants, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: But it's kind of interesting. Uh, we were joking to when we were discussing about the characters because we didn't know all their names. Uh, We were, like, Wong from Doctor Strange is in it, Natalie Portman's Jane Foster. One of her teammates is Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok. And we were just like, oh, it's a Marvel reunion movie. I think oh, and uh, Poe Dameron from Star Wars was in it.
0: Hang on. I have a phone call coming in right now. Oh, my God. Yes. Hang on. Is the call it's waiting for. Tomorrow, Wednesday, March 7th, be no school district. Yep. They just called my kid off of school for Tamari. Oh,
1: well, that's good. I hope, I thought they were calling you off of work.
0: No, I don't get called off of work. Mm. So I go to, so I go to got, work no matter what happens.
1: Well, you need to finish that weather dominator, so at your super secret science job, so you, you can stop the snow blizzards that we
0: get. Right, I do have the Cobra Law members going to get the hard water for Dr. Mindbender's uh, machine. And then we, and
1: then tomorrow we'll probably have to sh- shoot lasers and play hockey with some of the parts.
0: And then uh, what was the... You have to put the little piece of gold foil inside your headband so the mind-control gimmick doesn't work? I, I think that was it. Yeah. I, I, uh, much, I remember bits and pieces of all those G.I. Joe, like, five-part kick-off-the-season sort of deals. Right. But the one that I remember the most of is the uh, Serpentor one.
1: The one where they created Serpentor from all the guys in the past? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now
0: That's a good one. That's what I want to watch again, like, right now.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I like the first one where they fight the tube snakes. The one piece of the piece of the weather dominator I think is under the water. Yeah,
0: that's where they have to go to get the hard water.
1: Right, and the <laughs> tube snakes. And they are all like Rrr! that's my tube
0: snake impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my tube snake impersonation is a little bit different, but uh, it's not it's not for air.
1: Right. Now it's tube snake, not tube stake.
0: Oh, oh, okay.
1: What are you, ZZ Top, doing the yes. tube steak boogie?
0: And, uh, no, they don't sing Sunglasses at Night. That's Corey Hart. My apologies.
1: No, you're thinking of, uh, I don't know what they did. Did they do a sunglass song?
0: They did have a song that's called, like, Cheap Sunglasses. Cheap Sunglasses. Da-da-da-da-da.
1: Cheap Sunglasses. That's my ZZ Top impersonation, too.
0: Is the tube snakes part of ZZ Top? <laughs> I think so. Alright, we've prattled on long enough. I'm gonna let mm-hmm. you go so I can go tell the people in my house that school is canceled tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and then uh we'll uh we'll get down to business. Uh Com, soon to be named com uh stickers, t shirts, more stuff coming maybe, who knows? Mm-hmm.
1: And uh yeah.